Welcome to Dig It. This is the speaker. Um, this is gonna be a hard podcast, man. Uh, this is uh, this is probably the hardest one we've we've ever gonna have to do, and it's uh, it's a dark day for a lot of us. I think a lot of us are in different emotional states at the moment, um, and this is mostly going to be um, a lot of rant about what's going on. Uh, there is probably differently going to be a different opinion between three of us with certain things, and that's okay because I respect the girls' opinions and they respect mine. Um, and there's probably some things that you might not like out of this, but it's it. These things have to be said. I think we all want to vent uh, because of what happened uh, yesterday. Uh, we're also going to talk about Assange. We're to, going to talk about Corey's. Uh, new article that's coming out, uh, the bigger picture, and it's something that we really uh, have to talk on because that's based on our future. Um, so, how are you guys doing? Doing all right. <laughs> Consider all things considered. I could use about you know three straight days of sleep right now, but I wonder how much sleep anyone's gotten this past month or two. I'm pissed off. It's been wild. It's been pretty crazy. I'm, I'm pissed off at everyone. I had a bone to pick with everyone at the moment. <laughs> Seriously. Speaker's in the anger phase. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm, I'm not in the anger phase. I'm, I'm, I'm determined. Uh, if anything, if anything, I'm motivated, right? Because, you know what? I had a feeling this was going to happen. And let's just clarify what happened yesterday. Spineless Republicans... Uh, in Congress, pretty much halfway turned all their votes around to legitimize uh, this presidential election, which was completely fraudulent. Uh, we've we've got plenty of evidence to suggest that. We know that. We've seen it live for anyone that was watching it. Right? You've got to be a fool right, to not to pick that apart. And because of the events that happened with the rally yesterday in Washington and what happened with the Capitol, it's... It, it, it's that like it, it, that was orchestrated. Let's be honest, right? Yep. They 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 let them in there. That was planned. And I straight away when that happened, I knew what was going to be the outcome of it. And straight away, I knew that they were going to use this exactly how they use nine eleven, right? To attack, right? Uh, us on social media to attack more censorship. I knew it straight away. And as soon as this morning came. We saw it all come back. YouTube, they're pretty much wiping Trump off anything on the internet now. They're taking him off everywhere. Snapchat, Shopify, everywhere. Instagram, Facebook. Facebook. They did Instagram, a 12-hour ban on Twitter. I don't know when that's up. Right. Right. Uh, His we, campaign we store. Be, yeah. Now they're talking about invoking the 25th Amendment. And, uh, and, and look, I'm... I'm, I'm pissed off in general as we know but i i know what the democrats are like i know what they stand for and how corrupt they are and they but what i'm angry about is these cowardly republicans right so they, they are the reason that we are in the shit that we are now right completely the reason because they're so afraid and they want to play this dirty game of politics in, uh, walking, towing the line. Oh, no, we can't do this. No, we can't do that. For the last four years, we haven't seen justice in any way, shape, or form. No one's gone to jail, right? And why? Right, it's because these Republicans want to toe the line and do this and do that and try to be friendly and try to be nonpartisan. They, they're absolute cowards, right? Well, in the, in, the, in the Department of Justice is all corrupt as hell. Oh, of and course, the and the FBI, FBI and all the other agencies, right? And the yeah. CIA. All if anything of what, of what we, what we've seen at the moment is the complete corruption of this system, right? Yeah. And and it, it is it is it is so far gone. It is so it is. far gone. And I'm telling you, do not do not fund any of these Republicans anymore. No. Nope. Right? That party is dead. It is right? dead. Don't fund them. Yeah. Don't give them your money because that's all 
you are to them, your donors to them, so they can live their million-dollar lifestyles. But when it really comes to the important issues and when they really have to stand up for the country, where are they? Nowhere to be seen bowing down to the leftist gods. Yeah, yeah there's really been a lot of see. talk. <laughs> there's been a lot of talk about creating a third party. Yeah. Or really, it's, it would be a second party because really what they've proven to us is that the Republicans and the Democrats are really one party. And right. so uh, there would be a second party <laughs> for the people. I'm, I'm actually all right with that. I'm all right with that uh, yeah. idea. Um, but I do, or just at least, um, you know, cleaning out all of these uh, weak compromised republicans and replacing them um but again we, how, how do you do that if the electoral system is not fixed right you know so therein lies the dilemma right things have to be fixed um so i don't have all the answers for that i just i just don't right now um, no, well, I, I don't think we can give clear answers either way. I, I mean, I mean, there's 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 so much emotions running within me, within you, within everyone out there at the moment of how we've got here, right? Of how we've let it come to this that we are now. I mean, everything they do, right? It gets turned around, it gets pushed on us, and with that, with what happened yesterday, they control the narrative. Okay, let's get this straight. They control social media, they control the narrative, they control the youth, right? And for some reason, we've been so gullible, right, over the last two, three years that we could, we seem to have forgot about that and been playing in our little bubble, right? They took the culture by storm, and yes, they cheated as well, right? But there's still millions out there that support this worldwide. Well, I don't know if I'd say we've been gullible the last few years. <laughs> I think well, that we've well, been maybe playing by the rules. Well, we've well, been well, playing by I the have. rules. We've been we've been the 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 group that's pro law and order, wanting to right. do things the right way. We want justice, but we want to do things the right way. And we, so we've been playing by the rules against a group that does not play by the rules. And right. so it's a two tiered system. You know, it's really difficult for these politicians and basically everyone in the government at this point to lecture the citizens about law and order and about following the rules when they have been living outside of those same laws themselves for years without accountability. So if, if we're going to have law and order, it has to apply to everyone, including the criminals in the government. That is the only way the system will work. Right. Well, look at, just take a look at how this whole thing was framed. You know, she's, she brings in uh, hardly any uh, law enforcement there around the Capitol. Very, very easy to go in. We saw this done uh, during Kavanaugh. There were other times too, where they've, they've entered buildings, they were on the stairs, they were inside the halls and the rooms and uh, no one, no one was, arrested in those or if they were they released them right away and then you've got the riots and the looting and the burning and tearing down statues and nothing's done there in fact they got a plaza out of it and so now they've got fbi on twitter saying help us you know, locate and find all the people that were inside the Capitol. They're all going to be arrested and facing up to 10 years in prison. And this morning they come out and say they've already arrested 68 people. And, and so it's, it's a, yeah, there's two different systems going on here. And we know, I mean, this whole thing was a freaking coup. So. Yeah, I think that a lot of us who were watching in real time, what was happening yesterday, there was a lot of testimony and video of really two groups of people. There were the Trump supporters, and then there were people that looked like they were out to agitate. And mm -hmm. we, we can't determine 100% who they're associated with, but the point is that I think that there is a lot of evidence to show that these people that were among the crowd ha had plans there 
to do what they did. And I saw video and heard uh, testimony of, of a lot of Trump supporters when they were actually storming the Capitol saying, stop, don't do that. You when know, they, they were, were trying to break the windows, mm-hmm. they were trying to stop them. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's terrible that, you know, a group of what, how many people were there yesterday? 200,000 plus? I mean, was it close to a million? It was hard to say, but it was a massive, massive crowd out there. Oh, yesterday. I think there was, there was definitely over a million people there. All right. All right. So how many stormed the Capitol? Like 200, maybe? I'm not sure. Um, but just a tiny fraction of those were were involved in that. And the rest of the law-abiding ones, uh, they're all cast into the same group. And of course, how the media shapes it is now this whole movement, this whole uh, issue that we have about the fraud, um, that's now delegitimized because of this and so it's super convenient you know that they can all say look you know we're so brave we're not going to be stopped now uh you tried to stop us from from doing our duties and uh, we're, we're so brave now we've come back and now that we after in light of everything that's happened we're going to be so brave as to go ahead and certify. Yeah, you know, right, right. It, we're going to reverse they, course. And we completely to- lied to you because election fraud is not a separate issue at all. And in fact, we even had a writer sitting in the room with us while we were in, when, in our secure location writing up all of our new speeches. Come yeah. on. Mm-hmm. Right, these, these, these people are absolute criminals. All of them, both sides. Right, and we really got to wake up as a populace and realize that this system is so, so broken, right? And it, it just, we can't play that game anymore. And I don't know how you're going to go about it. I, I don't have that plan in mind. But w- what is the point? What is the point? Right? It's the, the, the only way I can think of, and look, I'm not, I'm not black-pilled here. If anything, I'm white-pilled. Because I know this is a cringy sort of analogy, but I'm going to use it. And at the moment, we're in the time of the Empire from Star Wars. Right? I know how that ends. That ends in a good way. But we have to work on how we're going to get there. And a thing I think we've learned from this is having our guy as a president and having a president in the office is not enough. It's not enough. Right. Yeah. And... Uh... I mean, imagine they've, if they've got the presidency, the Senate, the House, mm-hmm. and a corrupt judiciary system. Wow. All working together with every other country to push their 2030 agendas. I mean, when you think of how big this swamp is. It's massive. It, you're talking, they pulled off this COVID hoax, not saying the virus isn't real. It's very, 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 very exaggerated. And, you know, as fast as they get the vaccines out, you they're so predictable at this point. I could almost write a timeline for the future of how they're going to play this crap out. But they pull out this second strain vaccine or I'm sorry, second strain of the virus that's even more contagious. At the same time, they roll out the vaccines. Well, think about it. You can't have a vaccine saying that this is going to uh, make you immune, but then all of a sudden, what if someone does get sick? What if they have some kind of bad cold or something and respiratory infection and they go in and they happen to test positive because these tests are faulty and they create false positives and they say, well, wait a minute, I got the vaccine. Oh, well, maybe you have that new strain that's mutated and the vaccine's not working for that one yet. You see how they'll keep rolling this game on and on and on? Yeah, I definitely think that's going to be the case, whether it's new strains of the same pandemic or new pandemics. But whatever the case is, I can see that their plan appears to be a continual cycle of these types of vaccines towards an, the, their end game. Right, and- right. For purposes of the passport and then the control. And so this my, so my point was, this is being done on a global scale. 
this is how many countries are in on this. This is the swamp we are, we are dealing with, that we are up against, that we have to, I hate using the word resist because of those asshats, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, we have to fight against it. And that's a good point is that it doesn't, whatever happens in the near future, our fight is not over. We continue, and it's even more and more important um, right. as time goes on. And oh, so not by a long shot. Not by a long shot. I just started. Like, <laughs> I, you, you don't even understand. I just started, right? I'm going to crack up content it, because we have to. There's different avenues we can do this. I mean, I've, I've been thinking about this for three weeks because I had a feeling, and I've told you girls this, um, I didn't really say it in the podcast or anything, but I have told you personally that I, I had a feeling that this was coming, right? So I prepared myself for this, and I'm I'm I've I've accepted it, and I'm ready to go on the defensive now because there is absolutely no way that we can stop, especially in this situation and in this time. That they're going to come for us in every way, shape, or form. Uh, they're going to try to take us off. Uh, YouTube for one, off other channels, off Twitter. We have to try to play as smart as we can. Um, alt tech, really, really important, and we use it. If you don't follow us there, Gab, um, Pill.net, uh, which I just started the other day, so we're going to be dropping there. We'll continue on more. Uh, but we do have to try to stay on these main platforms as well because this is where a bulk of a lot of people come. Well, at least until we can, until that gig is off. Yeah, this is this is going to be a tricky tricky balancing act. Um, <clears throat> so, for example, Twitter immediately did a uh, twelve-hour suspension on Trump, uh, Sydney, and Linwood, which we won't even get into him, and then completely removed his account. And then that fast, other social media started rolling out that they were also, you know, they were going to permanently remove Trump. And then YouTube comes out this morning on Thursday, you know, announcing anyone talking about false elections and yada, 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 we're just, you're going to get a strike. And if you get three strikes within 90 days, you will be taken down completely. And we knew, we knew this. We already knew that the, this censorship, you know, it's, it's been there all along. It's just getting worse. And it, like, over the last uh, 24 hours, I keep losing followers. Um, I, I haven't checked my follow count, but I bet that's dropped too because they're removing people. And so it's this very frustrating, uh, you, you have to be careful what you say, how you say it, how you word things, kind of sneak around. You know, I almost want to develop a whole separate language so people know when I, when I publish <laughs> different different topics they're going to be called different food items or something but then no we can't do that because then that just goes back to pedogate so i'm gonna have to figure out something for that but literally we have to like trick the algorithms you know it's crazy and yeah. so it's it's important that uh that you know hive mind your your site and uh, Corey's digs that people bookmark those because they're not getting to those they may, they may get us on social media. They may take down other platforms. Um, but I can tell you they're not getting my website down. So it's it's definitely, uh, you know, like CJ. C, uh, CJ Pearson, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How immediately as this was going on, he tweets out that they started a petition against him for standing up and objecting to the election. Mm-hmm. And so they started this petition to get him removed from the university he's going to. Mm-hmm. This is how crazy these people are, the level of yeah. control they want. Yeah. And the same thing happened in the House. I think members had drawn up some uh, motion to uh, try to remove members of, ha- of the House who had objected. And they drew right. this up exactly. the day before. So yeah. <laughs> amazing oh, foresight yeah. they had there. Very, very threatening people to to shut us up, and we uh, cannot cannot let that stand. Um, that that would be, 
I mean, everyone sees how those wearing masks are not helping our situation and those not opening their businesses are not helping our situation. It's just, it's giving them more control over us. So, so people, you know, don't go on these crazy attacking rants on social media because you know that's going to get you removed. It's frustrating, I know, but if you want to get critical information out and you want to continue this uh, movement of, of, we'll call it change, uh, change and growth, you have to unfortunately play a little bit careful in their world. It sucks, but it's that or you don't play at all, you know, and then you're not heard at all and you can't get important information out at all. There's, there's, like I said, I've been thinking about this for weeks now. There's, there's avenues of, of things I want to do. Um, and it's, uh, this is what my theory, like, well, what I think it should come down to. Because we do have to do something, but I think on a level, it has to start with ourselves, completely from ourselves. I mean, it has to start from one, taking care of yourself. Don't let this completely poison your body, right? Get back in shape, work mm-hmm. out, you know, just just get get your own inner world back on, on track first because you can't, you, you can't change the world if you can't change yourself. So you just you work on your, you, yourself first and then use your gifts, whatever they may be, uh, to help us fight this. And we all have certain ways we can fight. You know, writers write, researchers research. Um, and these are the people that we need to push into the culture because at the moment they have it uh, hook, line and sinker and they had it as soon as they started taking the universities, right? Because I, I watch a lot of channels that are not, uh, partisan or political in any way, whether it be pop culture or gaming or whatever, I consume a lot of content when it comes from that, and I see it. I see the paradigm, right? Mm-hmm. And they, they've known exactly what to infiltrate. I mean, right before this election, AOC was sitting there playing live stream games with up to 20 million people, right? Youth, right? Youth, right? Yeah. And it's some of the biggest streamers in the world. That is the culture at the moment. And they take, they take, they've taken advantage of it and they've used it and they've used it to get a lot of votes too. Now, yes, you know, I'm going to throw cheating in there as well. But like I said, there is still millions of people that wanted right. this. Yeah, it's about winning the hearts and minds over to uh, the truth, the light. And uh, that fight continues on and becomes more and more and more difficult but more important, you know, um, people in my family who are not political, uh, who just really are not super well informed of what's going on on the day to day, you know, they were calling me yesterday or calling me on the day of the the certification and panicking. You know, I think that a lot of people in the country and around the world uh, everything is just so up in the air. They're not sure what to expect. And it's causing a lot of fear, anxiety, panicking. Definitely. And, and I just want to be a voice of calmness and uh, assurance that, you know, that we need to not be afraid of whatever we're about to face. Whatever the future holds, we need to just be strong, be steady, and face it together. And the more people that we can win over to do that and to stop being fe- afraid of this this evil that we're staring down, uh, the better off we are. So, I mean, I think that's really the first step is just to accept the evil that we're facing and to, f- to stare, at it, stare at it, not be afraid of it, not cower to it. Right. So, so so many people have, and especially, and this is what we've seen in politics uh, within the government from senators and all that, they are afraid of what they're going to be called. They're afraid of how they're going to look. They're afraid of how they're going to get labelled, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the, these people hate you anyway. They're always going to hate you. You can cure, cure cancer and they'll hate you. It doesn't matter. You're racist to them, you're a fascist to them, right? So stop caring what they think about you. 
Stop caring. For that matter, that goes across the board. Uh, <laughs> in my opinion, people get way too hung up on what other people think about them all the way across the board in life. You know, right. they need to be true and authentic to themselves. And that doesn't mean being rude or disrespectful to someone else. It just means you have balls, you know, you, you, you have integrity and you uh, stand up for what you believe in and you don't let that get clouded by what other people might, might think of you or how they might react or perceive you because I can tell you, you're going to get 20 different reactions from 20 different people anyways, you know? And like Edge was talking about before we started recording, this movement that was created that, that you know, we'll give Trump credit to this, uh, this movement that was created and this, this unity and the um, amount of disclosure that's come out from this, the, of the corruption, that's, we have all that moving forward. That in itself has made us all stronger. And so there's a lot of things that need to change in the future. There's a lot of new systems that need to be created. And uh, especially, especially now, you know, it's not just about fighting against these people. It's about building things together. So people that are working for these companies that we know are part of this agenda to enslave humanity need to leave those jobs and work together on uh, in other areas. Take your skills, figure it out, get with other people that are doing the same and, and build something. Uh, who was it? Was it Anomaly the other day? posted that in fact i haven't even gone in i gotta go in and look at it because i think it might be live now he was setting up a, a website that had all like businesses and stores and shops and people could get on board with him there to to list their businesses that are all here in the u.s the services the products are all made in the u.s and so i thought that was a really cool idea so there's, there's a lot of things people can do to um, work together to start different kinds of businesses or, gosh, just working on a, more of a community level, you know, get to know your neighbors. Um, I just think there's a, there's a lot of, of building and creating that needs to happen. There's, there's the fighting element you know, but then there's the creation element and the creation I can tell you is going <laughs> to feed your soul a whole lot more, but both are necessary. Both need to be done. Mm, because the, 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 the society at the moment is pretty much their creation, right? From the movie industry, from the, the music industry, from sports, they have all that under their belt. Social right. media, right. everything. Social media, everything, Right. And they've planned this for a long time. This, is, this hasn't happened overnight, right? We know this, right? They've infiltrated it and they know exactly how they've done this. And now it's time for us to start doing our own work. And look, we can't, we can't be how we were before. We can't be extremely passive or try to be kind or because this is a dirty game. It really is. It's a dirty game. Yep, Absolutely. Yep. And I think that uh, everybody has different skills to bring and different passions and different focuses. I know that Speaker and I were talking about, we were looking at our, our, our stats on, on Hivemind and we were like, wow, like we're, we really need to do a better job of targeting the youth. And I think that's a goal, you know, a good goal to have of, of opening the minds of the youth. And, um, it's so necessary because you can see how how they are a force that can be used and manipulated for good or for evil and uh, it's just really really important to make sure that our youth are so well informed and um, not brainwashed so right. 
you know, there's so many different aspects, different things that we really need to tackle in order to defeat this. And um, everybody has a different talent, a different perspective to bring to the table in that fight. That's I'm, right. I'm, like, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm fired up. I'm more motivated than that. I'm, I'm, well, I'm exhausted. I'm not going to lie. I'm Not that I'm not fired up. I am just exhausted. I think I've slept about 15 hours in the past month. You have been. <laughs> yeah, you've been nonstop. <laughs> but, you know, I'm definitely going to need gonna oh. need to finally, after years of this, take, take a few days or a week or two off and just... I mean, it, it, it's hard. We've, we've given so much to this. And it's, I I think we all need some time, you know, you know, one, one thing I, I, I set a goal for myself this month was to try to learn something new, which is what I'm doing with editing. I want to work on that because I want to work on content. Um, Mm -hmm. I've, I've, I've just started this ball game, right? This, 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 we, we, we know now how, bad things are when it comes to the system and that we're living in what we know this so now that we know the full scale of it it's really time to build up ourselves like that's the best advice i can give and i think we're all kind of saying that at the moment because i i can't just look at something as doom and gloom and this has happened and you know uh the future is marxism communism and socialism well those things are on the agenda unless we all start building ourselves up to do something about it. Right. 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 I'm trying to find, uh, hang on, trying to find Trump's statement. I'm sure most people have already heard it by now. Uh, But I don't know if one of you has it pulled up or not. Otherwise I'm trying to pull it up now. It's so far down in my Twitter feed. Hang on. I'll get there. You guys can keep chatting while I find it. <laughs> I, wait, wait, wait. I got I it, it here. Okay. It. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> so, of course, since, you know, and look, it, what, here's the other thing that was crazy. So, so Trump comes out and does, you know, a one or two minute little video and uh, telling people, and this is while people were still in the Capitol, telling them, to go home and go home in peace. And what does Twitter do? They literally censor it and lock it up so that you can't, well, first off, he's telling people violence is no good. You know, you need to leave and go home in peace. And then they lock it up. And and I don't have that screenshot in front of me, but essentially it's like election fraud because he, he, he mentioned the election fraud in this, but so election fraud. So he would, they wouldn't let anyone retweet it. And then later completely removed it and then removed a couple of his other tweets as well, where he was uh, calling for peace and whatnot. So, I mean, my God, talk about, talk about dangerous, right? I mean, what if it had escalated? We had a police officer shoot a, a woman who was a 14 year veteran and uh, was it Ashley uh, Bassett or Babbitt, Ashley Babbitt? And, you know, which some people out there are saying, oh, it was a crisis actor. I'm sorry, folks. This was a real woman. You should hold her family in prayer. And she passed away. And, and it's, it's terrible. It's awful. And so, like, what if that, this had escalated worse? And here they are censoring him. It's just, this is how evil these people are. So, so, so then, so now he's censored, right? On like this 12 hour, he can't access Twitter. And so Dan Scamino comes in and uh, posts a statement from, from Trump after they certified for uh, the election for Biden. And he says, even though I totally disagree with the outcome of the election and the facts bear me out. Nevertheless, there will be an orderly transition on January 20th. I have always said we would continue our fight to ensure that only legal votes were counted. While this represents the end of the greatest first term in presidential history, it's only the beginning of our fight to make America great again. So 
the way this reads doesn't really sound like he's conceding per se. Um, It's an interesting statement. It's a very (laughs) Trumpian statement because he says, nevertheless, there will be an orderly transition on January 20th. He doesn't say a transition of power, which is funny because the news media is calling and quoting it as though he said transition of power. And then he goes on to say, while this represents the end of the greatest first term in presidential history, it's only the beginning of our fight to make America great again. So, you know, I, so here's the thing. I don't want to throw hope out there because we've seen how many disloyal people have been working against him, but we also know Trump always has plans. And, um, it, it, to me, this is the way he worded this was almost implying as though it's not over yet. What do you, what are you thinking, Edge? Yeah, when I first read that message um, that Dan Savino tweeted, uh, immediately I said, "This is not a concession. This is not a concession at all." Um, number one, the next thing I thought about was how it kind of harkens back to what Pompeo has said and also Kaylee has said where, yes, there's going to be a peaceful transition of power into Trump's second term. So it was, it, it seemed to be, have been alluding to that. And then I also thought about, um, so clearly to me, it looks as though Trump has more planned. But yes, I agree that so many people um, have been exposed as uh, being turncoats. So so many people have been exposed as not being loyal to Trump, who were part of the administration, who were Republican, who had pledged loyalty to Trump and then turned at the last minute. So but it definitely looks as though Trump still believes that a plan is in place over uh, uh, some, you know, point in the near future. Um, I don't want to speculate what that is again, like you had said, and start, start making assumptions of what that is. But I will say that um, one thing that stood out was um, on the fourth when he was campaigning for Kelly Leffler, who turned out to be one of those turncoats. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and, and for for Purdue and Georgia on the fourth, the evening of the fourth, he said he didn't say watch what happens on the sixth. He said watch what happens over the next couple of weeks, and he said that like a two or three times. Like he wanted to emphasize that. So mm-hmm. that like stood out to me to the point where I, you know, I, I honed right in on that. Like what is going to be happening over the next couple of weeks? Clearly things right. are not going to be resolved on the sixth. And so, right. so. And did he know at that point that all these people were going to turn on him or that they were going to stage this, this crazy event, uh, at the Capitol, so they had a scapegoat. I don't know. And then we have Sydney, you know, who is still uh, tweeting out, who's over on Parlor as well, just so people know, uh, that he really needs to invoke this EO um, on foreign election interference. And again, that's another one. It's like, well, how many people are loyal that are going to do that? Because he called on investigations and they basically shit on him there. He called on declassification and Gina didn't declassify. So it's one of those things where we really don't want to speculate. We really don't want to give too much hope, but that is all still sitting there. That's where we're at right now. And um, so I think we should just kind of, you know, I think that much of our podcast is about regardless of the future. Um, it's really important, you know, whatever, whatever does transpire over these next couple of weeks here, it's really important that we still stay in the fight against the tyranny, the authoritarian figures, the corruption and um, making change moving forward because we've, we've built a really solid movement and um, it's important that we, we don't give up on that. 
regardless of, of how this all is going to play out in the next few weeks. Yep, I agree. So, and to my knowledge, let me check. I don't know if he's back on here or not. Um, I wonder if they'll even let him back on since all the other platforms have completely, um, now there's no uh, tweets. I, I, I doubt it. Well, they, yeah. they, they, they could, but I, I knew this, had a feeling this move was going to happen and we've seen it systematically be thrown in play now. Mm-hmm. And they would use this on all of us. It's just not just him. They were just waiting right. for the event. Right. Right. And so if you see, because I already started seeing this yesterday, I started seeing like coders who don't follow me, who work for odd companies and other countries and stuff are suddenly adding me to these Trump lists. Mm. So beware, people. Anyone who adds me to a list is getting a block, just so you know. Right. No lists. <laughs> <laughs> no lists. Mm-mm. And then and then Barr, wonderful Barr, comes out on AP and says uh that he he condemns Trump for uh his his let's see, Donald Trump's conduct was a betrayal of his office and supporters and talks about orchestrating a mob to pressure Congress is inexcusable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's bar for you. Bar the do nothing bar, the do nothing bar. Um, the DNI Radcliffe report that never came out. Oh, all useless though. Like, like I said, I've got a bone to pick with everyone. Like I, I think right? Trump is. I, I think Trump is the, the greatest president that we had in a long time, if not ever. Right, but he's made mistakes too. Like he's not infallible, but the, you know he's human. That's mm-hmm. it. You know, he's human. That's what was going to happen. He had terrible advisors, and some people that he put in some positions absolutely screwed him. Yep. 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 And well, some people should have been fired. Why weren't they? Right. Mm-hmm. I don't think and, we ever uh, really knew until, until uh, this week how uh, deep it is and how, you know, who is loyal and he was not to Trump so until this week. Well, I think we can all agree that no one believed Ray was loyal from the very beginning. So I'm not sure why he stuck it out so long. But Not sure about that one either. Never, never was sure about that one. There's a lot and, of them. You know what really pissed me off? Did you see the video? So afterwards, um, uh, so D.C. Mayor, uh, is it Bauer? Bowser? Bauer? Bowser. Bowser, Bowser, I think. Yeah, she uh, sets a 6 p.m. curfew. (laughs) 6 p.m. So a bunch of Trump supporters were walking back to their hotels. And the police are, you know, curfews hit. And so they're rounding them up and pushing them along. Go, go, go. And they're shoving them. And they drag them down the, the, like, I don't know what they used, but there was something where I saw a couple of people come flying backwards down a stairs. Uh, one guy who had no reason to do it at all, just like comes up, one of the officers comes up behind the guys and just slams his back, forcing him to fall to the ground. And these, these police officers, it's, it's really disgusting. So then they get into their hotels and like outside one of the hotels, you can see all the police officers standing in a row. Like, yeah, I saw that. like not allowing anyone to leave. Like they're locked into their hotels. Yep. It's unbelievable. Yeah. And how long have we been backing the blue and fighting for them? Because we were watching, um, you know, BLM, Antifa, and a bunch of punk thugs, a lot happening in New York, but all over the place, just, just mistreating them. So everyone's standing up fighting back the blue, back the blue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, like I, there's going to be a lot of anarchy and chaos coming in the next think, couple of years. Yeah. I, I think I, that I, this isn't going to go away. Oh no. Like, like one, a lot of people have turned against the blue. Now they say them just as corrupt. Not everyone. Right. Um, a lot of people were like in the in the middle of it, but what I don't think people understand, 
right? The, the left thinks this is going to be all, all calm and dory now, all Trump supporters are gone and it's free. One, you, you're going to create an extremist right base. Now, this is just my prediction, right? Um, I have a feeling that something like that will come up. Mm-hmm. You already have Antifa, okay? Antifa hates Biden just as much as we do, right? They're all for tearing down the system together. Now, mm-hmm. that government's going to be facing conflict from these from, from two situations, right? What happens, what do you think is going to happen when the next black guy gets shot in the middle of New York? You don't think they're going to riot? Of course they're going to riot. Right. Right? Same, same thing's going to happen. Right. Well, I think that when if you don't ever address the the issues at hand, which was the, the fraud and all of that, and you don't ever address the laws being broken um, by our own government, and then you're not going to have any kind of resolution here. And people feel like they're not being heard. They're not being represented by their own government. And until this is remedied, I don't see, uh, I, I can see this continuing. Um, so if they want peace, if they want to heal this land, then this is going to have to be addressed. And I don't think they ever will because, you know, it's all about power and control. So I think that they're going to do whatever they can to try to quell any future protests as best they can. I can imagine that we can expect Um, them to attempt more lockdowns with the excuse of a new strain of the virus in the near future. Yeah, well, and, you know, police need to stop enforcing (laughs) these these business lockdowns. There's, uh, it's so frustrating, you know, they take an oath to protect people. Now, yeah, they deal with criminals sometimes, uh, removing the criminals but then they're also protecting people from the criminals and you know other things going on there a lot of them are getting on the wrong side of this 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 it's this whole power and control structure and uh or taking orders following orders and i realize a lot of this stuff is from the top down but there comes a point where how do people live with themselves? Like how do they rationalize in their mind that they, they need to keep this job um, in order to make money, to put food on the table for themselves and or their family while being miserable 24 seven going against their beliefs. Uh, Like I just, I just don't get that. And I know there's a lot of people that I think a lot of people are struggling with that. I think there's a lot of people that would happily debate that with me. (laughs) Yeah, I think a lot of people are struggling with that and um, trying to, because it's a trap. Sometimes you just, you're in a trap, you know, of of financial debt and, uh, you know, you have obligations, you have, you know, people who depend on you. Dude, I have walked out of jobs before with nothing lined up because of being disrespected. Like, I just don't have that in me. I refuse to sell out my soul. I refuse to be treated like crap or to go against every fiber of my being doing things that I know are unethical or, you know what I mean? Like, I just, I don't know. I, to me, I don't know. I mean, I get it. I know people that have children to uh, take care of they need the money, but I, I, I just, it's, it's like, it's like prostitute and, um, and selling yourself out and then you feel miserable about yourself. And then that's a ripple effect that carries over onto your family and just the whole thing's a shit show. So if that's how you're feeling, then, you know, start talking with a lot of other people, start networking, start figuring something else out. All I know is all of these companies that are on board working together, the institutions, the education systems, the big pharma, the uh, big box stores, big government, all of them, if you 
are working for them. You're feeding the eye, you're feeding the beast that's trying to enslave us. So, you know, and then you look at the hospital situation and these vaccines and you got like 35% of the, the nurses don't, do not want to get these vaccines. And stuff I'm hearing behind the scenes from people at these hospitals that have gotten vaccines are not having pleasant reactions. There's some crazy stuff going on. And they're never going to report of the deaths that have happened from them, you know. So You know they're uh, going to mandate it now. What? You know they're going to mandate the vaccine now anyway with Biden. Well, so just so everyone's clear, though, I mean, God knows what this, you know, with, with this situation, but... The law has always been these types of mandates are on a state level. Biden can do this executive order and say, I'm mandating vaccines across the board. Um, Now, institution, like the education system has always been a little different. They've always, they've always managed to get that in mandatory for children to go to school except for some places have medical and religious exemptions. Um, but but with the, this is a whole different beast, what we're talking about. Because this one, this, this manufactured event for this particular uh, cold virus is for purposes of forcing people to have a vaccine ID passport. And we see this already, you know, in the works, which I, I briefly mentioned that, well, I actually did an article on that the other week, but a few days back, I did an article on uh, Uncovered DC on Tracy Bean's site um, called New York State Pushes to Detain Infected. What is the bigger picture? And I kind of grouped together just to show people where this is heading. It's really important. And I looked this morning and it still is not on the calendar, this bill, but people in New York better pay attention. And uh, I'd say contact your representatives. (laughs) I don't know how much that's going to do, but you got to just keep doing it. You got to keep fighting. Um, They are talking about literally removing, they use the word remove cases. And by cases, they mean people. And so I encourage people, I'll put the link below for people to go in and see that, but they're talking about removing people, including groups of people and detaining them in a medical facility or, or other facility that the governor has, you know, put in place for those that are infected. And it talks about, you know, they can hold them for up to three to five days. If it's over this, they need to get a court order. If it's over 60 days and, they talk about giving them treatments and vaccines under under observation, but by court order. And then I go, well, we know how the judges are. How easy is that going to be to get a court order, right? I mean, all the way up until the early 80s, they had, they had uh, laws in place where they were sterilizing against people's wills. In the U.S., they sterilized 60,000 people. So... Don't think that these people aren't going to pass insane legislation like this. And then you've got FEMA, the Storm Act that came out, that's authorizing them to give grants and work on a state local level. Well, they spent over $4 billion back in um, March, early on when COVID kicked in to build out overflow facilities for hospitals. So if you don't connect these dots, right, these quarantine facilities, and then they're talking about these compact cities. And I don't go into that at length. I might end up doing a separate article or video on that, but because that's really a really important factor in all of this. These 15-minute these neighborhoods where you all are living in the dense city population where they want everyone because it's easier to control everyone. And they'll have these little micro markets and everything will be at your fingertips and you can walk and you can ride your bike and you've got your work and you've got your health and you've got the food that they're controlling all right there. Or you can take their new little public transit system and it'll be these, these 15 minute neighborhoods everywhere. So picture in the future where that's going to head, where we start having checkpoints and stuff. And I know this sounds sci-fi, but look at where we are at. Did anyone think <laughs> 2020 of them being able to lock down people's businesses and tell them that they have to wear 
masks that are making people sick. I mean, the, the crap in virtual schooling and all of this, it's, it's insanity. We are living in a sci-fi movie right now. We are. Mm-hmm. It is a sci- cyberpunk dystopia. It is. Well. Yeah. It's like we're in this giant psych ward right now and they want us to be as crazy as them and just go along with the insanity. Yes, yes. I'm not going along with the insanity. And no. I will be claiming religious exemption because it is absolutely against my religion to take that vaccine. <laughs> That's right. Well, and then they're talking about, but if you don't, then you can't fly and you can't go into concerts or movie theaters. And uh, right. eventually, you know, there's talk about, well, will will businesses. And of course, now Fauci is saying, oh, well, I kind of lied to everyone about the 70% that we need to be vaccinated. It's really 90%. I just didn't think people were ready to hear it yet. Mm-hmm. I, we actually did a, a podcast speaker and I over on HiveMind about the uh, passport, the vaccine passport. And we mentioned oh, your you? article in there. Yeah. So yeah, we did talk about that a lot in depth. And uh, yeah, that's definitely what they're chomping at the bit to uh, achieve and to roll out isn't it oh yeah and bloomberg philanthropies i know you guys know i've been like following this for the past year going what are they up to with this c40 with the cities because they have all the mayors involved and so you look at the map of the united states and a lot of them are sprinkled all up and down along the coast but then you have a few like interstates as well and so they've got the mayors that are working for sustainable cities and infrastructure well, hello, compact cities. And the, and the C40, it's not just in the United States. This is global. So like right now, you've got Paris, and I forget where the other place was, Barcelona, maybe, um, that are rolling out these compact city programs. I'm just telling you guys, I can see the writing on the wall. I can see where they're heading with all this. Um, Bloomberg's had his little operation going since 2013. These people are planners. So... I personally, in this day and age, would not be living in a big, big city right now. Yeah, wise. Not it's, it's you know it's easier to control the masses. Yeah, if you want to look at the way um, China is handling things, that's a good way to to uh, think about how our near future, if they get what they want looks like and um of the compact cities everybody being part of the system and dependent on the government working for the government in some way shape or form and a hundred percent 24 7 surveilled every way shape or form yep so we definitely don't want that hence building communities way outside of the cities and uh working together the other thing I just I wanted to mention was I was up the other night following the play-by-play on the uh, Assange case, and sadly he was denied bail. Such a shit show. So the U.S. has been trying to extradite him. I think everyone knows that, and so he's been held in prison over there. And they uh, was it a few weeks ago, a couple weeks ago, I forget how long now where. He won his case against that. So then was going into court a couple days ago to uh, try to get out and, and was willingly going to do a GPS tracker, you know, so he could just be in his house with his partner and his children. And, um, you know, his health has been deteriorating and, and the judge ruled against it and considers him a flight risk because the wonderful U.S. government is repealing the case. So while there, he's waiting for that new court case, they're keeping him held in, in prison. It's unbelievable. Who knows how long that's for? Yeah, I know. It's, it's disgusting. So, <laughs> so Trump's headed to Camp David this weekend. That's the last I've seen is he's headed to Camp David this weekend. Other than that, we've got, it, it's kind of weird, isn't it? It's a weird feeling. Like, 
not having him on social media. Yeah, it's strange. Yeah, it is. It is a weird feeling, but just going to keep pressing forward, keep fighting the good fight. Whatever comes, going to face it head on. Yep. Yeah. We do. Well, we all just we all just sound exhausted. <laughs> I am. <laughs> We're gonna go sleep for a couple days, and it's it's a trying time, man. Trying it is. Time. It's very frustrating. Everyone's worked really, really hard, and uh, we certainly appreciate y'all. And 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 no one should feel like their efforts were for naught, because you know, like we've been saying throughout this, it's it's so important this this movement that's been created it's so important and uh so many connections have been made so many wonderful people so many fighters and creative people and we have to keep just forging forward and making change they, the one thing they want to do is they, they want to completely shut our voices up. They want to completely just push us to the other sides of society down the dreads. And they, right. and they want to completely just stop us. Right. And we, we, can't, we can't let that happen now. I mean, we're all in this together. Our voices now are more important than ever. And right. they're, not, they're not shutting me up. They're just created a monster. So. <laughs> yep. Yep, yep. All right. We ready to wrap, you guys? Sure. All right. Well, thanks for joining us today on Dig It. Keep up the good fight. Please share this podcast. We're on Google Play, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, and YouTube. We'll see you back next time right here on Dig It. (laughs) 